0: MLM Nation, episode 405.
1: Um, Doing things that some people roll their eyes at, they make you a stronger person, and that helps you live out your your greatness.
0: If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chad where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, do you have trouble recruiting online? I'd like to invite you to a free training on how to create online duplication. This webinar will cover the 10 stages of online duplication and how 95% of distributors get stuck on stage 4 and never become successful in their walking. It's also not just like other webinars where you learn just how to recruit online via social media. More importantly, four to ten stages I cover will be focused on duplication so that you just don't have to endlessly recruit and recruit and recruit. Go register for this free training at www.onlineduplication.com. Again, that's onlineduplication.com. I look forward to seeing you on the training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, the Oprah of M.O.M., and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Lynn Schrader. Hey, Lynn, are you ready to make it happen? Yes,
1: yes, I'm excited about this.
0: Lynn Schrader has always been a dreamer, but unfortunately she went through a season of her life where she lost her confidence and belief in herself. She was an elementary school teacher, and she found herself put all her dreams on a back burner and told herself that one day maybe she could go back to them. Thanks to network marketing, Lynn was able to dream again. She had her doubts, her fears, negative self-talk, but she jumped out of her outside the comfort zone and has built a successful six-figure business. Lynn Schrader is a wife to her, her husband Rich for 26 years and also yeah. a mother to three boys. So, Lynn, I've given Emily Nation just a brief uh, intro, but please share more about your background and how you... Um, Encounter network marketing. Sure, sure. So you you definitely uh, did my pre-network
1: marketing life. So yes, I was a teacher for about 10 years and it was into that 10 year mark when my husband and I were just so excited and so blessed to find out that we were having twins. So we, uh, we decided that I'd put my teaching on the back burner, stay home with those two little guys. I actually have three boys, like you said, and three years later, another little guy came along and I just went from loving the classroom to loving being home with those little guys. And um, with that, I sort of lost myself, which can happen with, with, uh, with moms. We devote so much time into taking care of others. and and uh, But I didn't realize it. So what happened uh, when those little guys became five, we decided i'd homeschool them so i actually homeschooled my kids for nine years and loved the fact that i could um get the best of both worlds i got to be that teacher again and i got to be that mom but again with all those years i really started to lose who lynn was so six years ago uh, we decided it was time to put those guys into a high school and we did, and, and in that high school setting, it came with a big price tag. So it was time for me to get back into the workforce and um, and really start to discover myself a little bit. But I knew, Simon, that I didn't want to go back into the classroom. I had sort of had enough. I, I really thought, you know what, I, I don't want to go into the classroom anymore. I want the flexibility that I had staying home with those little guys, and frankly, I wanted to be a volunteer, like so many moms do. So, um, so network marketing, multi-level marketing fell into my lap simply, uh, just in a conversation with a friend, a friend that I don't even see very much, or I didn't see. And I'm a firm believer, Simon, that uh, that there are no accidents, and I truly, truly believe that the Lord was just sort of, without me even knowing it putting this gift and I do believe it was a gift, complete gift into my lap lap. So six years I've been doing this business and, um, and I've discovered who Lynn is again along the way.
0: How was your re- initial reaction when you were introduced to network marketing?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, um, I definitely had those preconceived notions that I, I, I get people saying to me to this day at times, um, didn't realize much about it at all. I just assumed it was one of those industries uh, that uh, would, would be a nice little side job, except very, very quickly I realized, wait a second, there's more to this than meets the eye. So um, so initially I did have some preconceived notions, but I had done my due diligence on my particular company and it just checked all my boxes. So I felt really good about it. Knew immediately that this was the only industry that i could get into that i could have complete flexibility and really have uh, the opportunity to to sort of say what i wanted to make if i didn't give up
0: so yeah were you approached uh networking before or that was your first time being approached
1: that was my very first time so i and here's the deal too i was not one of those that had to think about it very long um, again, maybe it was just the Lord giving me a swift push or, or what, but I just knew that it would check some boxes that I so wanted, and that was the flexibility bo- uh, boxes. To um, to and here's the other thing. So you know, in that I had sort of lost myself along the way. I really, really craved uh some camaraderie between some like-minded women and i knew that i would get myself right into a situation where i would be around some women who who were like-minded and i craved that so i didn't have to be talked into it or, or shown a lot of things i was one of those pretty quick jump right in type of people
0: I love that. The reason I ask that, I think sometimes people get so hung up on a couple of bad prospects, but there's so, so many people out there who have never been approached by network marketing, and you're a great example, and you're a leader. Right. Never been
1: approached. Not
0: at all. So you yeah. had to, told me that you had a lot of fears because you know you were homeschooling and did different things you as a teacher, fears, uh, the negative self-talk. Uh, what was going on in your mind? What were some of the things that you went through, and then how did you overcome those things?
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's one of my favorite things to talk about in this industry because what I like to tell my particular team, um, my industry is 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 a, is a skincare industry. So I like to tell people that there is so much more to our industry than night cream or or toner or whatever. There's so much more to this industry, and what this industry did for me. Um I sure I had those negative mindsets I had the fear of people rejecting me I had um the 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 fear of what would people think and and things like that but very quickly I uh, started to do some personal development, some personal, um, some personal growth, really, really made it a point to follow the leaders. And I love that what you say at the very beginning of your broadcast is just really copy what, what, what the successful people in your industry do. So that's what I started to do. And lo and behold, those negative mindsets started to go, go away. And I started to just believe in myself, gain this confidence that I never, ever had before. So um, it's, it's, there's more to this industry than, than what meets the eye if you let it.
0: So you said you copy what successful leaders do. So what did you do that that eventually helped the fears go away?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it took a little while for me to to do this. But once I did, um, and, and here's what it was. Once I decided to be extremely authentic, to not be a robot, to not um, – um, just be cheesy or a stalker lady or, or one of those people that does, that could give our industry a bad name. When I decided to listen to some of the top leaders in my industry, when they'd say people buy you, people buy you, and and the value that you can bring others is so attractive. When I started doing that, my, it, my, my business shifted. When I started to not feel like I had to, um, you know, uh, be one of those. You had to give out five cards a day. You had to uh, make sure you had how many conversations a day. Make sure if you had a penny in one pocket, you switched it to the other when you did these little checkoffs. But when I stopped doing that, when I realized that people are attracted to, attracted to you, uh, they they don't buy your products or your company; they buy you. So to be um, trustworthy and 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 kind, that's when I saw the shift. And frankly. When we do that, it's such a burden lifted because then you could just be yourself.
0: Very good. I think sometimes once we get into business, we become robots. Exactly.
1: And we start thinking, oh, what should I
0: say? If you weren't in your business, what would you say? Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or we compartmentalize ourselves. You know, this is this business and this is Lynn or this is me or whatever. And when I just started to say, this is me. This is me. Take it or leave it. This is me. And uh,
0: just started bringing value to people, too. Right. Yeah. You brought up a great point, of car, you know, compartmentalize. Like, oh, uh, should I be in business mode or my normal mode? Just be it- yourself.
1: Exactly. And it's so icky. It can be so icky. And I think that's one of the things that I came into the industry thinking that you had to do that. Not that anybody said it, but I think it's just what I thought. And here's the deal. We are, as much as I want to say that I'm in the sharing business, we do share, but honestly, there is a sale. But if I can take that away and, and not the sale part, whatever, but really replace it with, listen, you're getting me. You're getting me as a friend. I mean, I've said this many times in my to, to my team and people that I coach is you know worst case scenario, you made a new friend. Hmm. You made a new friend, and there's plenty of space in our life for more and more friends. So
0: yes. Um, how was your first couple of weeks like after you joined?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? I jumped out of the gate really quickly, and I think that's very important uh, to. Well, that's very important to do is to not um, to get to not get ready to get ready to get ready. We've all heard that before. Um, really, uh, um, just jumping out there and, and being authentic, um, not not getting hung. I certainly did not get hung up on the uh, thinking. I had to know every single thing about my. Products about my industry certainly did not get hung up on the pay plan and and I Truly try to train uh, people that I work with listen that will all come later And honestly most people you're talking to that's not a priority to them anyway so with not doing that just really jumping out and and, um, Reaching out to those people who really loved me and trusted me and were going to support me anyway was such a huge Uh, bonus for me because I got started off quickly. There was uh, some of the doubts that I had originally started to go away, especially when I thought, you know what? I think I can do this. Mm.
0: Why did you think you had a quick start while a lot of uh, distributors may be struggling? How come they did not, they didn't go through the start that you did?
1: Yeah. You know what? Um, I, my personality is, 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 um, I'm more on the introverted side, but as much as, um, There is something in me that I will not quit. I will not quit. And I can recognize that in people who who actually join my industry and join my team. I can recognize it really, really quickly. Um, You know, I've got thick skin. It it, it didn't necessarily know I had thick skin until I had to realize, wait a second, I had to have thick skin in that situation. But I I just won't give up. Uh, What's the saying? And I might butcher it. Um, uh, Quitters don't win. And winners don't quit. I might have butchered that. But um, anyway, I just always knew that I was not going to quit and, and watch me. I sort of had that watch me. And I'm not going to run over anybody. I'm not going to ever run over anybody, but watch me.
0: I like that, ML Nation. I'm not going to quit and just watch me. Really, really good. And, um, hey, for those yes. on Facebook Live or you're watching on Instagram, hey, share this. Okay, share, share, this, all this share this good stuff out there. You're watching Lynn Schrader. And we're going to talk a little bit more about her aha moments. And uh, my favorite question, which is coming up, is of all that you've had, you've been in the profession for six years, you've had success. But what is your worst, worst, worst moment in network marketing to the point that maybe you had second thoughts about it, but you stayed in the business and you've really grown as a leader because of that and the lessons you learned?
1: Yeah. You know, I don't think that I had second thoughts about my company, but what I witnessed. So earlier this year, uh, early spring, we uh, our company was going through a change in their computer system, which is not a small feat. And for whatever reasons, there were lots of hiccups, lots of hiccups. And I watched some uh, people. This pairs very well with your last question. You know, watch me. I'm not going to quit. I watched some people ready to throw up their arms and quit. And I did watch people quit over it. I watched people who were ready and I recognized it right away who were looking for any excuse to just throw up their hands and, and their excuses were, you know, the, 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 the system's not working. I'm losing customers, you know, or pointing fingers at this person or that person. And, um, I I just find that when people are willing to just go through, go through the, uh, through the trials, the storms, and know that there's an end. Those are the ones that do the best. And I unfortunately watched lots of people that weren't resilient like that. And, and it made me sad. It makes me sad when people give up on themselves too quickly. And they didn't know that they were giving up on themselves. They thought they were giving up on the company when really they were giving up on themselves. They were sort of putting a check mark, saying defeated, you know, um, whatever.
0: So obviously, these changes there, were maybe some people can say they're good or they're bad. They gave up on the co- quote-unquote company. How come you didn't give up? How, how, how come you didn't? How did you see this uh, situation? Yeah,
1: you know what? Well, first of all, I definitely believe in my company—very, very, very um, solid company. Uh, but here's the deal, I and mean, it goes back to what I had said earlier about this. Um, there's so much more to our industry than meets the eye, and I knew that this was a vehicle. For greater things. And that's what I love to tell my team. If you can think outside of of just what we sell, you know, skincare. Think about bigger things. This is a vehicle, so don't give up because you don't know where this vehicle is going to take you. And most of the time, I shouldn't say most of the time, if we let it, it's to bring value to other people in giant ways. So I knew, I knew that it's okay. It's okay, it's a computer system. It's okay, we have our old system to default to, which we did, and we lived to tell about it. But I knew there's no way I'm gonna give up on this company because this is my vehicle for greater and, and in, in just wonderful things beyond what I can see in the next few months.
0: How do you build that belief uh, about your company? You have a very, you know, just hearing your voice, your your passion. How do you create that belief? Because I think a lot of distributors lack that belief. The ones who quit, they lack that belief. How do you build that belief?
1: You know what? Well, I, again, I, I, I just have complete belief in our, our company, the track record, where we are um, as in the industry. But, I know, too, that – so eventually, Simon, I know just from watching your podcast enough that you're going to ask me what one of my favorite success quotes is. So I'm just going to jump in and say one. I've got a couple. But one is, you are exceptional and made for greatness. I don't even know who said that. But I love that. And I've had that on a – it's not in this room, but it's 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 on a table in my house and I pass by it every day. So the fact is that I and I don't mean this in a in a, um, I mean this in a very humble way, but we were all created for greatness and, and exception and to be exceptional. So I know it. it I don't know if I'm answering your question right about my company, but I know that I know that I know that I know that I am exceptional and made for greatness in a very humble way. And I know that this is the vehicle to help me live out that exceptionality. I don't even know if that's a word, Simon, <laughs> but I know, I know. And, and, um, and it's just been a huge transformation in the woman who's talking to you across the screen here. And, um, and I'm telling you this, industry because uh, of the flexibility, because of uh, the people that we're around, because of us having to step out of our comfort zone almost every day, uh, doing things that some people roll their eyes at, um, just all kinds of mindsets that come your way make you a stronger person. They make you a stronger person and that helps you live out your, your greatness.
0: I love it. You are exceptional and made for greatness. And I, you, you definitely answered that, answer that question. I mean, it doesn't matter what. I mean, your company's obviously awesome. You go to events. But it's your self-belief with yourself, right? So you believe in it. Uh, so even if the company was had like a challenging time or going through stuff, you know that you, because you made the decision followed follow this, you made the right decision. And you, regardless of what happens, you are going to lead. You are going to do well, right? Yeah, I-
1: Thing. Absolutely. So I believe, and it doesn't really matter what industry you're in, but certainly our industry, you have to have a rock solid belief. That's got to be ground floor. That has got to be it. So, so what if I did? It? What if I? And here's what happens. I this makes me sad too when people leave one company to go to the next. And I'm not saying that they leave one company. Uh, be, I'm, I'm mostly talking about people who leave a company when the other company is perfectly fine, thinking the grass is always greener. But here's the deal. You still need to have belief no matter where you are. You've got to have rock-solid belief in what you can do as a person. And um, and I knew if I even entertained the idea of, of moving to another company, I'd still have to have belief, right? So why not just stay where you're at and, and just have a rock-solid belief where you are? Because the grass is not always greener, mm. you know?
0: So how do you, at least the next question is how do you develop, for someone, what advice can you give them to develop a rock solid belief in themselves? Maybe they believe, I mean, they're listening to this, they're watching this, they know that this business works, their company, love the company, but they don't think they can do it. What advice Mm -hmm. can you give them to build a rock solid belief in themselves?
1: Yeah, so I'm actually having a course, uh, I'm developing a course right now on, uh, Confidence in the network marketing woman because I think that confidence and belief go hand in hand So what I tend to work on with people is going back Where are some of these where are some of these beliefs that you can't do something? Where are they originating from many times? It goes back to when we were a little kid uh, Maybe we're getting truths from somebody else that really aren't truths about us but we always believed that they were the truth. So I go backwards and I say, let's 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 sort of dissect where is this coming from? Why do you not believe in yourself? And then just sort of pick it apart. Um, and that's what I had to do for myself. Except I, I didn't really go through any courses. I just on my own started to find out a little bit more about Lynn. And and I, my passion is there because it saddens me when people don't. Um, when they sell themselves short, when they, they sort of settle. So, so makes me so sad. And, um, you know, I say this, I'm sort of rabbit trailing here, but to answer this question, Simon, it would definitely be picking apart. Where do these mindsets happen? Where did they originate? Why aren't you believing this? And really writing pen to paper, writing it down and, and, and looking at the false side and, and, and pulling up the truth. So, um, but what I was going to say is, too, is, um, you know, in, in my industry, I will walk with people. And I might have gotten this from one of your guests, but it just is so loud in my in my head. But I will walk with people in this, in, in in my particular business. If they want to go very slow, I will walk with them. If they want to run like I did, I'm going to run with them. I love it. But I refuse. I refuse to sit because sitting is settling. Sitting is settling for mediocrity and we are not, goes back to that quote that I love, we are exceptional and made for greatness. And I never want anybody out in your audience to think that I'm like, woo look at me. I am saying that we were all designed for greatness. So I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to sit because sitting is settling. And you get to define what settling is. But in my world, settling is, 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 is settling for ho-hum. And this world is really awesome. If we continue to pull away going, ah, oh, I could do that. I can do that. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know if
0: I answered your whole question, but. You no, know, it's definitely. It's awesome. Remember, we are exceptional, ML Nation. Exception. You know, one of the things I love about this belief, you know, our three beliefs. Number one is uh, we're born with unlimited potential, like you said, Lynn, right? We are exceptional. Every ML Nation, you may not be exceptional what Lynn does, but you have something in there. You have greatness, and network marketing brings out this greatness. You know, for you, and then it's like impacting so many people. Uh, you from a teacher to teaching now. You're still a teacher. You're teaching your team. For me, it was like I was a shy, quiet, you know, Asian kid to speak with a lisp. Never thought I'd be uh, – I couldn't even speak in front of anyone. I'm doing a show now with you. And network marketing brings that out. But you're right. You can't be sitting because as long as you're doing stuff, like Glenn shared, you'll get there. But you cannot be sitting because sitting is settling. So everyone – nation, get your butts up! Next question, Lynn. This is my favorite question. You know it's coming because you're a fan of the show. Um, actually, my second favorite question is: What was the turning point? What was the light bulb moment for yeah. you that really, that things really, really took off? You know, you had initial success and then things really took off.
1: Yeah, you know what? Two two things. One would be an an industry light bulb, or maybe my company light bulb. When it was when. Uh, you know not too long into it i i received a pretty big uh it was a big um landmark moment i got a vehicle from the company and it was like wait a second okay this is a real deal not to say that i didn't believe it was to begin with but it was actually happening to me so that was sort of a just industry aha moment but i think the aha moment happened when i sort of said it earlier is when i shifted in this compartmentalized robot, you have to check off these icky sort of you know, you get those icky feelings like, ugh, I gotta approach people and then and, and and it just seemed so fake. And when I switched it around and said, you know what the easier option is? Is if I'm just Lynn. And I show them that it's about them and I'm not saying anything new to, to the to the viewers because we all know to make it about others. And when I started to do do that, which is this huge burden off my shoulders and and then it was like setting my own pace okay i got this and that's attractive it's attractive when you are legit and uh, authentic and people don't sense that you have an ulterior motive you know that's that's not that's icky so what i shifted because i did i started out just like many people do where you know um being an infomercial having a hidden agenda and I didn't like it it didn't set well with me Uh, plus that becomes static on social media too and I don't want to become static I want to stand out and and, you know how am I different so that was an aha moment
0: um I know you're a dreamer you've always been a dreamer so now that you're at your level uh what do you dream about what's one of your dreams
1: Yeah, you know, uh, this is new, this is new for me. Um, We've all heard about dream boards and it's so fun. Everybody should do a dream board, no matter what industry you are, Uh, opens your eyes. And uh, so a lot of the things that I had on my dream board were tangible things, um, some not tangible, but I'll tell you where, where I'm so enjoying this now is I see a really big picture of, you said it, I am a teacher. Um, I went from teaching the kids that were below my waist and I love that, to all of a sudden I'm teaching adults and I don't know if I'm good or bad, it's okay, but I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and it is so rewarding. So where I see this dreaming come in is I really do see if I can help one, two, 10, 20, women especially, Really grasp that they are exceptional and made for greatness and they and they have so much to bring to this world And you said it Simon we are all gifted in different ways. I happen to love The form of teaching but other people are gifted in so many ways Um, And if I can help just a few people Do that oh my gosh, I could put my head on my pillow at night going that was pretty cool because here's the deal i'm not taking anything that i've earned in my industry and it's been a lot i'm not taking any of that with me none but what can i take i can know that i cheerleading people on that i have said i believe in you and i didn't get that when i was a kid and it's so it's okay but i love telling people that so where do i dream now i dream that this is this is so much more than what i thought six years ago
0: Hey ML Nation, if your business is not growing fast enough, you need to get the 10 stages to online duplication. This is a free training I'll be doing. Go register for this webinar at onlineduplication.com. Again, that's www.onlineduplication.com. Very, very inspiring. You've been amazing. Uh, As we wrap up the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. and uh, one of them since you talked about your greatest uh, your favorite quote already okay let's repeat that again I think we should repeat that because it's so good go ahead
1: yeah so you are exceptional and made for greatness I don't know who said it The other one, I'm just going to throw it out there. It is a Bible verse, and it it comes from Habakkuk. And it's, uh, the Lord is my strength and my personal bravery. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer so that I am able to climb upon my high places. And, you know, I laugh when I say that because that's been a favorite verse for years. And just recently, two things came to mind. First of all, this is my mountain. Sitting here doing a, a podcast with, with you and, and doing what I'm doing now, that's a mountain. But the Lord has made me, he's, he's given me the ability to climb those mountains. But the other thing I laugh about is I hate heights. People who know me well know that I'm extremely afraid of heights. So it's funny that that's one of my favorite verses because he He, he, he makes me not so afraid of heights. So So those are my two verses. So you are exceptional and made for greatness.
0: What is one habit that's helped you become successful?
1: Yeah, you know, um, I studied your questions, Simon, so I have a few answers, but I'm gonna make them short and sweet. So some habits, time blocking, certainly. um, I didn't start out that way, but as life happens and you just get a little bit busier and busier in, in this industry, if I don't block my time on my calendar, then I'm just gonna be flying by the seat of my pants and I can't do that. Um, also I love to wake up early and, and I've all, I've done that forever, but certainly in the last six years when I started to know I had to get out of my comfort zone, then I really don't miss a morning. Um, and much to my family's, they don't like it cause I'm a, I'm an early bird and I'm chipper in the morning, but I have to wake up early and, and I don't, I don't know, maybe it was you who said it Simon, but, um, or maybe it was somebody else in, in another, um, Form of the industry, but what is it? Something like um, anybody can stay up late, but
0: it takes
1: to wake up early. Yes.
0: Um, No, anyone can stay up late, but only the discipline go to bed early.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that's a habit: is waking up early and having quiet time so I can think through thoughts and not have any any interruptions.
0: What's your morning routine, and what time do you wake up?
1: You know what? I wake up. uh, My alarm goes off at four thirty, but that doesn't mean. get out, but I would say I'm in my I'm in my uh, great room with my big mug of coffee by at least five.
0: And what's your routine normally uh, in the morning? Yeah,
1: yeah, so I'm very quiet. I um, I've got three boys. I've got three boys that are you know end of teenage and twenty. I got a lot of prayers to say about them, so I certainly um, do that. And I uh, map out, sort of get a little clarity of where I'm going to go um, in my day. Um, I always. Always go to the gym. That's very important to me. I think uh, we've got one body to take care of. And if I don't take care of it, uh, then I get all out of sorts. So that's part of my morning routine as well.
0: When did the rest of the boys get up? 7.30? 7? You know
1: what? Uh, well, I only have one at home now. I have two that are across the country in different states going to college. Uh, but one, I think he walks, walks down the stairs around 6.30 in the morning.
0: Nice, yeah. okay. Um, yeah. What is the best piece of advice you ever received?
1: You know, um, keep your blinders on, for sure. Keep your blinders on. Uh, don't compare yourself to anybody. Uh, where I am is, is, you know, can't somebody that's just started in the industry can't compare themselves to where I am. What is the saying? Like, don't compare your chapter one with somebody else's chapter 20. So no comparison, because that's just going to, knock you off your feet. Um, Yeah, I think that would be. And then, you know, uh, there comes a point, there came a point in my business that I realized that this is something brand new. I've never done something like this before. Uh, So there's a learning curve that I had to get over. So I actually hired some local coaches and they were so instrumental. They were, you know, very reasonably priced. They sort of listened to me, hashed things out. And then eventually I started, you know, heading into some other coaching and i invested in myself so th- i think that's a really good piece of advice too to start investing in some coaching
0: yes definitely definitely um if you have a qualified prospect what's your favorite prospect into it do you send an online video do you uh send samples Do you meet them one-on-one and play videos yeah. on ipad what do you like to use
1: yeah, I, uh, because I have the flexibility uh, and, and, and do not have a nine-to-five job, I do love meeting people for coffee, and plus it's, I love that beverage anyway. But the other thing that I like to do is our our company has some great blogs. It's just a, it's just a company-wide blog where you can get stories of uh, people who've been in the business not very long to very long, so all kinds of stories. And, and honestly, uh, this business is about can I do it? You know, ask making somebody feel that they can do this. So when they can look at somebody else, maybe that's got a similarity to them. So I might send a blog that is from a a, a rep who's got a very similar background, and it validates, hey, you could do this.
0: Do you have a uh, favorite online resource, like Dropbox or Evernote, or a favorite app on your phone that you can recommend?
1: Yeah, I love Zoom. Zoom is so easy. That's why when I, when we were skyping, I was like, oh goodness, I haven't skyped in ages. So Zoom. <laughs> Um, I like Post Planner. That's a one that can get out posts, so you don't have to necessarily be in front of your computer. I like um, Oh Marco Polo. I think some of my reps, I, I introduced some of those, some of them to that, and now it's sort of spreading like wildfire. Uh, so it's it's like a video texting app, so it's sort of fun. Marco Polo.
0: What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation?
1: It, yeah. So um, uh, it's called Nice. Bike. And it's not an industry-specific book, but it's just a book about, um, and I wish I could remember the, the author, but it's Nice Bike. And all it is, it's it's a book, and, and by the way, this book you could read in a day. And sometimes those are so refreshing when you can finish start a book and finish in a day. But it's broken down into little chapters that this particular author had experiences where people just stopped and gave a compliment or or entered somebody's life in a value-packed way. For instance, the, the title came from when the author uh, pulled up beside somebody on a Harley and he just turned to him and said, hey, nice bike. And, you know, he yeah. had started a relationship with this big biker dude. And, and this, this whole point is, is if we don't take the time to really enter somebody's world and be present, we're missing out on so much. And I think that's... I think that is sort of an industry book as well because we've gotta be, we, we got to
0: enter people's world. Really, very interesting. I'm going to go definitely check it out. Uh, and you're right, a lot of times the short reads. Those are the ones that are most impactful. Yeah. Uh, here's the last question. You know it's coming. The million-dollar question. So imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. You didn't know your family. You didn't know your boys. Uh, you're kind of like an alien that went to another universe. What's the first thing you do or the first place you'll go to build an MOM business from scratch?
1: Right. Um, I said earlier I love the gym, and the gym is my comfort zone. I've got lots of
0: uh, – I'm comfortable in the gym, so I would suggest going to a place where you're very comfortable with. If
1: you like to read, go to the library. If you, you know, volunteer at, at, a, at a school, whatever it is, but go to a place that's going to feel comfortable to you and, uh, and not necessarily uh, like that – compartmentalize live uh, so go to a place that's comfortable to you and then if it, if it if it was not a place then it would just be social media connecting with people on online joining groups that have common interests as you but
0: yeah as we wrap up any last words lynn and then what's the best way listeners can connect and reach out to you
1: yeah um advice don't quit really have a uh, start to take a mindset of just questioning yourself. Like, what if, what if I, I discovered a little bit about myself or, or why not me? Why not me? Why can't I do this? Or, or, um, who, who can I help or how can I make a difference? So if you just start being, having like a questioning mentality of what, why, and who, and, and how can I make a difference? It's going to broaden your thinking and, and make you, uh, Make you see so much more in this industry than what you thought. So don't quit and start 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 having a why not mentality. Um, I have a website, Um You'll find some courses on there. Uh, a course that I'm in the middle of making is the, the confidence one. And then right behind it, I'm going to do one that's all about making uh, multi-level marketing nice again, you know, taking away the, uh, the stereotype of, ew, that's icky, and making it nice and being relational. So Lynchtrader.com you can find all kinds of blogs and videos
0: and fun stuff on there. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Lynn Schrader. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and just type in Lynn, L-Y-N-N, at the search bar and the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom, the link to uh, Lynn's website, they'll all be in the show notes page. Hey, Lynn, thank you so much. You know, In order to be successful in life and network marketing, you must help others. So thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Lynn, and God bless you.
1: Thank you
0: so much. I appreciate it. Hey, ML Nation. Do you want to grow your business faster and recruit and, more importantly, duplicate online? The many trainers and leaders teach how to recruit online, but they don't teach how to duplicate online. And it's the duplication that builds your business fast. I have a free training, the 10 stages to online duplication. Go register at www.onlineduplication.com where you're going to get the 10 stages to online duplication. Again, that's www.onlineduplication.com. Hey, i Nation. Simon Chan with a recap review for show Lynn Schrader. Great stuff about overcoming fear negativity. Really, this is the ninety five percent of stuff that determines success. Okay. It's not the, the tool or the tips or whatever. Of course it was help, but it's really about the mindset. Right? If you're listening to this, you believe in that we're walking, you probably most likely believe in your company. But how strong is your belief in yourself? That is what we need to work on, right? And overcoming fears and self-talk is just I think a lot of it just, you know, what Lynn talked about compartmentalized. Sometimes we feel like we got to be the business person and be a different person. Just be you, be the same person, be genuine, right? Uh, Be you, buy value. People are buying you. Be, give value. Be authentic. Don't be a robot. People ask me, well, how do I connect with someone that I haven't talked to in a long time in high school, if I see them? Well, if you were in the business, what would you talk about? Just say, hey, what's going on? It's great to connect with you on Facebook, just talk to them, right? I mean, recently I had a guy "Oh, uh, oh, one of my friends went to Japan. He lives out there. He posts all this stuff about just travels to Japan and Thailand. Uh, how do I tie it back in the business? Like, don't. Ask them about the questions. Say, hey, be a human. Be genuine. Be authentic. Right? Uh, another thing about the show, from Lynn, obviously she's an amazing leader, is that she's never been approached by, by someone in network marketing. And... You know, shoot, corrupt in, and that's the lesson is don't focus and waste time on bad prospects. There's so many people. I was the one. Well, I was another person that's never been approached by network marketing. I was you know, easy to easy to get in. Lynn was just someone that's easy to get in. It's just finding the right people at the right time. The people are out there, but if you are wasting time with bad prospects, wasting time with you know negative downlines or don't do much, you're never gonna find that leader. You're never gonna find the next Lynn Schrader out there. A couple other notes is uh, don't get ready to get ready. Right? Don't get ready. Just go. Don't sit. Sitting is settling. Don't sit. And never quit. Because a lot of times you're quitting. You're not quitting on the business. You're quitting on yourself. Right? You're quitting on yourself. Uh, instead, of bring value to people. And knowing that you are exceptional. I love you. are exceptional and made for greatness. And that's why I love network marketing. One of my biggest fundamental beliefs is we're born with unlimited potential. You, ML Nation, you're, you are born with unlimited potential. But you're not going to be able to get that if you don't do stuff. That it may be may hurt a little bit because you're going to get outside your comfort zone. Maybe not physical pain, but maybe you will you, you'll make you feel uncomfortable. But the reward is so much better. The feeling that you get, that kind of Lynn sharing her dream about impacting people, they're able to make an impact. Because at the end of the day, she was right. All the money we make, you don't, get to, you don't get to take that with you, but it's what you impact. That is one of the biggest one. That's why I love you know, the network market allows us to create that legacy. Right, because we're borrowing unlimited gifts. You got to use them. You got to do that business consistently every day. Now, you may have this, uh, you know, we, you don't believe in yourself, lack of self belief. And Lynn gave great advice. The, the tip is finding the source. Where do those beliefs come from? You know, and then when you identify the source, then you start realizing it's not true because someone else can see something totally different. Right? So for me, I saw myself never a good speaker. Because my parents told me, like, you know, uh, Asians are better in math, focus on science and math. Right? And then, so I didn't realize, I mean, why was I shy in speaking? Not, why, why am I like that? And then when I start digging deeper, it's because a lot of the programming that I was born, I'm raised with. Or well, well, my dad was like, you know, my dad grew up in the business. Maybe he saw a lot of bad, shady deals because business people are bad. A doctor being a doctor is better. Now, I'm not saying doctors are bad, but I just just thought that, hey, let's just go into science. And then when I found out, identified these sources, I was like, wait, someone else can say something totally different. I mean, there's a lot of Asians who are not good in math, right? There's a lot of um, people, good business people out there. So all these beliefs I had that were told into me, they were uh, not true. Not true. Like, I actually have a gift. I mean, I didn't apply the gift in business or I applied to gift in other areas. In sports, I did. I had a gift and I just had to switch that gift. So you, ML Nation, you have a gift as well. Shift that, shift it over this business because the world needs it. The world needs that. So find where, if you're something that lack of belief, I'm not a good speaker. No one's going to believe in me. Why? It's maybe because back in the day, maybe you was a kid, someone didn't believe in you or something. But that was so long ago. It doesn't mean... That your past does not dictate your future. A couple of other things. You know, I love it. All successful people in morning routines. Uh, Lynn has a morning routine. I believe in that. And I, I'm going to repeat that. Everyone can go to bed late, but only the discipline go to bed early. Right? Only the discipline go to bed early um couple uh, one other tip is investing yourself Lynn even her she's a six figure and she invests in coaching she actually invests a lot of money i know her know her. she invests a lot of money in coaching right five figures a year maybe even six close to six figures a year in coaching she invests in coaching it's really really important and i love the the why not questions why not mentality Right? What if it did work? ML Nation, what if it worked for you? What why not you? If it worked for Lynn, others' people, or 400 something people we have on the show, why not you? If it worked for me, why not you? And how can you make a difference? And why not? Why not you? Adopt that why not mentality. Yeah, thanks to Lily Schrader. Definitely go to MLNation.net. Uh just a search for Lynn, connect with her, and uh, if you like this. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They mean a lot to the entire MLM community. This is Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud of this amazing profession. Thanks again to Lynn Schrader for making the impact. Thank you, MLM Nation, for listening. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation.